What's up? Another question. Why does Chris Chavez suck at putting out podcasts? Really important. It's been like five weeks, right? Uh, July 20th right now. It's been like five weeks since the last one got aired. I've been sitting at home in my room. I don't really know what to do with my life because I don't have your podcast to listen to. Uh, yeah, if you want to just return this call, really, and you can just talk at me for an hour, that'd be okay. But, like, please, another podcast. Bye. This month or week or day, we haven't decided the we haven't decided the interval for the podcast because we'll say that it's a month now, but it might become yearly. It also might become daily, or like <laughs> hourly. That would be something if it's just like one or two of you guys just talking into a mic and posting it without like without any sort of what if what if it's what if it's monthly with all of us and then Tom's and I do it one other time. That's <laughs> uh, what if it's an hourly podcast? It just drops every hour, but the podcasts are like 70 minute long podcasts. And people are just like, what the? How do they how make the f- extra time? How the fuck does this work? Uh, <laughs> that would be a good idea for a podcast, just uh, breaking the space time continuum. No other podcast is doing that. I think people do that when they look at starting podcasts, they try and find either another podcast and then adapt it to the format that they like, or they just go, oh, there's not a podcast about this. And they make it. Um, but there's the realm of breaking the space-time continuum and the laws of the universe. There's no podcast like that. No, not yet. Actually, I was looking at the, my sunglasses back on. the top uh, sports <laughs> podcast just to see if Running Things Considered was on there yet. And um, it wasn't. Uh, but, like, number five was, like, elk talk. It was, like, a hunting. <laughs> and it, it was, like, it's also, like, two like hours can you think could you imagine sitting through a whole podcast about like hunting elk have you ever gone hunting i've never gone hunting a lot of a lot of hunting is just sitting there for a really long time doing nothing so i'm sure it's just (laughs) those people i I went hunting with my grandpa but i didn't take a gun i just sat there you just killed you killed the animals with your hands because you didn't have a gun i killed the time uh, Have I ever shot a gun? Yeah. yeah. So I'm... I'm uh, <laughs> in the Midwest. What are you talking about? Yeah. I'm, I'm really <laughs> liberal. Uh, yeah, I think it's like them. most of us, like I think we're a bunch of cucks at Sidious, globalist cucks. And, um, that's what the message boards have said, yeah. That's what the message boards have said. Um, anyways, like I'm, I'm really liberal. I'm anti-gun, like for every single reason you can think of. The only reason guns exist are to kill things. And I'm not a vegetarian or anything, but like I understand hunting and things like that. But bow hunting makes more sense to me. That seems a little more natural. <laughs> like then, you know, you, there are alternatives to hunting that don't require guns, especially like assault rifles and stuff like that. <laughs> um, and this is, this is the way I feel, you know, and whenever there's a shooting, I always feel terrible. Um, that being said, a friend of mine is a gun instructor um 
and he owns guns. He owns an AR-15, and when he handed it to me to, like, hold on to, which I didn't want to do at the time, he handed it to me, and I'm not kidding. He hands it to me, and as he's handing it, he says, this is the Sandy Hook gun. Oh, my God. (laughs) Jesus. And you know it's not the literal one, but you're holding it, and you're like, fuck, and it's a heavy gun. You can, like, really feel, um, even if he didn't say that, like, you could feel it's a killing machine. And so I was like, so anti-gun. And then one day he convinced me to go out to the shooting range with him. And um, we shot shotguns and all sorts of things. I think everyone should own a gun at this point. Like I shot a gun (laughs) and it changed my mind. Oh my God, shooting guns. It's just, there's so much power behind it. And it's just so, you know, like no one's allowed to shoot anybody. That's my rule. You can't shoot other people, but you can shoot guns. This will be like you could shoot glass bottles, you could shoot fruit, you could shoot targets, paint gun, paint buckets, paint, paint buckets. Like that. <laughs> well, this is what happens when Ryan's not here because uh, we could talk about basketball, <laughs> uh, but we're going to talk about guns and how great they are to shoot. Uh, but yeah. I think that's that's how I feel about guns. Everyone should own Great. one. I don't own one yet. <laughs> I don't want to own one till everyone owns one. You know, I don't want to get married till everyone can get married. In your home state of like Minnesota, what are the rules? Can you own one? I don't think there are rules on anything in Minnesota. Have you ever gone to the Minnesota State Fair? <laughs> I have not. They carve busts of like teenage girls out of butter. Oh gosh. They like stick him in a fridge and the girl, she's one of the fair queens and she sits across from like a big block of butter and she sits there for like three hours as a woman carves her into the butter. Like a society where that's okay and that's celebrated, anything is allowed. <laughs> Nothing is forbidden. I need to know now if there's Nicole, do you have any thoughts on uh on guns? This is I guess the this is what we're opening with. <laughs> Should have wore a sleeveless shirt. We could call it the uh, gun episode. Yeah, just roll them up. Let's roll them up. Okay. Put these back on. Put these. Yeah, there you go. Uh, right. uh, I had a parent be like, have you thought about getting a concealed carry? It's going to keep you safe. It's like, I have so many thoughts. <laughs> he was like, he was like uh, he's like, you take a class and they teach you things. And there's like some sort of statistic where like if someone approaches you, you have a few seconds to pull it out and then you can assess your situation. I was like, do I want to assess this situation? The situation that I'm assessing is, do I shoot a human with a gun? What if their situation is assessed and they're like, I have a gun too. Now we're holding guns at each other. I just don't want to assess that situation. I... I think anytime you're whipping something out isn't a situation you want to have to like think about. You know? so seven seconds to pull your gun and then say, please, sir. <laughs> I'm a please, good sir, person. I might kill you though. I don't know. Or you like, that's just not a clean thing. I feel like pulling a gun on someone is a problem anyways. Yeah. Well, isn't the whole thing trigger safety? Like if, if your fingers on a trigger, you only point at things you want to kill. I think is what they tell people um, that are getting gun licenses and stuff. I'm in Walmart. <gasps> <laughs> you startled me. 
let me assess the situation. Do I want to kill you? I don't know. Like, do I shoot you in the knee? Then you shot someone in the knee. I don't well, know. Wh why are you assessing the situation once the gun is out? Because it's like you're... You've already you're assessed it. You've already assessed it. Well, now you, you can warn. You now said it's a situation it. worth a gun. Right? Which is every situation. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> I was just, I was like, oh. Uh. And right now, Ryan is like. I like live alone in the desert. I don't know. Ryan is sitting with his headphones on right now going, what the fuck? <laughs> I missed out on the gun talk? Should, should we be texting him right now? No. I think he wouldn't. Call him in on secret. I feel like we've had a Slack conversation where he's talked about firing. I don't know. Anyways, voicemails? It probably is. Uh, yeah, uh, voicemails. What's up, City Spag? I'm assuming you guys have seen Barbershop. You guys are culturally in tune. I'm just wondering, you know, the part where Cedric goes through is three things that uh, black people need to stop lying about. Well, this is runners need to stop lying. Three things this is runners need to start telling the truth about. One... Free had it coming. He could have killed Frank Porter. He was driving drunk down the road. Two, ultra running ain't running. And three, Central ain't do nothing but hold the rail. But Blue Feet didn't want it bad enough. Or, you know, if we more would have fell down, it would have been us. So that's all I'm just wondering. What, what are your three things that distance runners need to stop lying about? What are the three things distance runners need to stop lying about, in your opinion? Example, Pre had it coming because he almost tried to kill Frank Shorter. Uh, <laughs> ultra running is not actually running. And three, that Centro hugged the rail and McLeafy probably didn't want it enough. Uh, so those are three things that runners need to stop lying about. Uh, why don't you guys just go back and forth, each rail off one at a time? So uh, Wait, hold on. No, that you was. You need to roll up your sleeves first, Chris. Yeah, you need to roll up your sleeves. It's Gun Week. You need to it's gun Week on running things considered. <laughs> Welcome to Gun Week. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the meme that I made? Uh, <laughs> I tried to go viral on the Donald. On no. my... <laughs> this is such a diversion. It's going to sound weird when I say the thing I say after this, but I like made a Reddit account. And I gave it some name like Freedom Church or something like that. And I made a meme <laughs> of like Jesus's hands on the cross with like the nails going through them. And then like the other panel was like uh, AK-47 or AR-15 or something getting held. <laughs> and, oh it said, and it was captioned, his hands looked like this. So my hands could look like this. And I was so convinced I was going to go viral on the Donald and it didn't happen. <laughs> Welcome to Gum Week. Uh, that was a Cedric the Entertainer impression. Yeah. Did it feel a little distasteful? It like did just a little, little bit, like a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, All right, Pete. Are we analyzing his things, or are we going to give our own things? Uh, he asked, "What are your three things?" Three things that oh. distance runners need to stop lying about. Well, first, how do you feel about his three things? Did pre have it coming? Pre had it coming because he could have accidentally killed someone else, so that made he had like tit for tat. Tit for tat. You almost kill someone and then you die. It's an even exchange. He had it coming. Isn't that like a, a lot of things with the death penalty? Like people who didn't actually kill the person die? 
you know? Like it's an issue with the capital punishment. <laughs> oh, that's next week. Uh, no, I think that that's a really awful thing to say. I know that we kind of criticized Pri a little bit. I think I compared him to Amy Winehouse at one point. <laughs> Wait till there's a caller after this. Okay. To share his opinion on Pri. Okay. But- yeah. I don't think I don't think distance runners lie about Pri. They might gaslight about Pri. Yeah. Gaslight. Uh, yeah. Oh God. Do we have to explain gaslighting to you? Do I need to explain it to you? Have you ever been on the internet like since Trump got elected? I think you, I think you missed what I said. What? You think I said, I said, do I have to explain it to you? Are you gaslighting me about gaslighting? I think you're crazy. <clears throat> Maybe you're right. Maybe I am just being crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For our 14-year-old listeners, because there, there are many of them, what is gaslighting? Oh, it's so much more complicated than that. Uh, Basically, like, you're talking to someone and you're making them doubt themselves and, like... Making saying things to make someone question the way that they interpret a situation. It's called that, manipulation. I mean, it's called it emotional manipulation. manipulation. Like if if you're a boyfriend and you cheat on a girlfriend, and then you would say to her, like, "Don't you think that you're just being a little bit like too sensitive about this?" Uh, jumping to conclusions. Yeah, you're jumping to conclusions. You're being irrational. Uh, things like that. Uh, it, I don't know where the origin comes from. Uh, what was the second thing? Wait. Uh, you cut out for a second. What was the second thing? The second thing was Centro hugged the rail in Rio, and McLuffy didn't want it so bad, so that's why he won gold. Oh, I think. Shut up. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think distance runners talk about this. We're like, uh, cool. Someone got a gold medal. Whatever. I think McLuffy realized he's already going to be losing one gold medal in his career. <laughs> want to lose two, so yeah. Okay, what's number three? Oh, that ultra running isn't actually running. It's, I true. get it, but it's that's still true. Running. It's still it's, it's true. It's tr- have you gotten on a run with ultra runners? It's still not not running. professional. All right, professional ultra runners are really good. Like they can run eight twenty pace. That's pretty good. Check out the miles. podcast with Jim Walmsley. Uh, latest episode uh, was last week, actually. Um, Jim talks about his win at Western States, and I consider Jim, you know, a star. Okay, we were just saying if it was running, you know, have to say we're <laughs> stars. But no, I think I think that's the problem: is that really good ultra runners are like that's that's impressive, and I think that that is an actual thing, but like you're someone with just a lot of free time on the weekends who like jogs 15 minute pace. So wait, what if you're jogging 15 minute pace in like the mountains of France? We're not like saying like, let's jog 15 minute pace down the main highway in Minnesota. Then does it become a different thing? You get to no, get you're just, credit? you're just a French person that lives in the mountains. I don't know. <laughs> like, it's, it's sort of the same thing. Like it's, I don't know. It's difficult, but at that point, it becomes more of a battle of like mental just, endurance than it does because, physical endurance. Just because you're bored doesn't mean it's not running. Because you're bored with their form of running doesn't mean it's not running. I think most things you do because you're bored can't really count as like a physical feat of endurance. 
like if you're if you're doing something as just like to pass the time i don't know like running isn't running about like trying to get something done as quickly as possible <laughs> no <laughs> no okay um then i stand corrected <laughs> I was wrong. I'm an idiot. Uh, wait. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. The three of us. Wait, I have one immediately. Let's go around. All right, Nicole, you start. What should runners start lying? We should stop, stop lying about how slow we're going to run this base run. Well, I'm going to run so slow. No, you're not. Mm, that's a good one. You're going like, to you're going to push the pace. Like oh, can we go? Pace. Can we go like ten minute pace? Yeah, but we won't. No. Yeah, I tell myself, oh, I'm going to go on an easy run today. Nope, end up racing someone in the first, like, five minutes. See, oh, I'm usually God. the person who's like, bye. I'm running 10-minute pace. This is what we talked about. I wasn't so, lying. Oh, I'm so tired from that workout yesterday. God, my legs are not feeling good. Uh, I'm so tired. They're not feeling good. Feeling good. <laughs> okay, that's a good one. Chris, what do you got? What do runners need to stop lying about? Uh, that the marathon's impressive. It's, it's, anyone can run a marathon. Whoa, whoa. I don't know if I could run a marathon. He's I, right, though. He's right, physically, though. Physically, sure. Mentally, I'd be, like, 16 miles in, like, I'm sorry. Like, two hours? Okay. Super impressive. Anything, like, even, like, this goes back to a couple episodes ago. There was the caller who was like, we need to stop making a big deal about a 214 marathon. No, actually, like. No, it, wait, hold on, hold on. He said we need to stop making a big deal about Andrew Bumbleo. <laughs> Let's be right. But anyways, you said two fourteen marathons were, were not impressive. I disagree. I think those are impressive. I think completing a marathon is a little bit overrated. And this is coming from someone who is trying to run the world marathon majors. And it's like I've got yeah. one. To go. yeah. I can do this one in yeah. like six hours, but I could say I've done it. This is, I think, Jason Suarez and I had this conversation in the car because I said to him, I was like, you know, it's like you ran the marathon in 2016, I believe it was, and you only beat like a thousand people. He's like, yeah, but I did the marathon and I could tell people that <laughs> like, hey, I ran the marathon and they're going to be as equally as impressed at, at, at me as they are with you because even though you ran like two hours faster than me, it's like, so I was like, and I think that's when I really had my awakening. It was like, yeah, I mean, 50,000 people are running the marathon. I would say maybe maybe the first 5,000 are impressive to me because they have, you know, they're, they're running crazy fast times after a certain point. Uh, you know, I think we're all in the same boat. And so I think we need to stop lying about how impressive running and completing an actual marathon is. You're only saying that cause you're afraid to fail. And Jason Suarez <laughs> is not afraid to <laughs> fail. <laughs> That's true. Someone told me once, uh, that like followed someone on Instagram that they would love if like, there was a prequel, like not afraid one fail. It's just like the one time or as fucked up. Well, <laughs> so at what point, at what point, yeah. all right, let's, let's, let's pick a baseline. Let's say like a man under the age of 30. At what point is their marathon not impressive? Like how slow do they have to run? Uh, under 30. I think if you don't qualify for Boston. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. I think okay. Boston qualifiers are a good benchmark to, for an impressive marathon. And, you know, maybe a couple of people who are just like a minute or two over and they're very close. Like, I think that's, I think you're on the, the margin of being impressive. What I do, not impressive at all. <laughs> yeah, we've PR seen your thing? Instagram story. <laughs> What's your PR? For the marathon? Yeah. 337. That's you're not good. impressive. You're good. What, what mile pace is that, though? 
seven thirties? No, I I don't I don't even know what the mile pace is. <laughs> I don't want to say if I if I if I do if I did math. I, I I think it might be just like eight. Uh, Nicole, what's your number two? <laughs> Wait, you didn't give your number one. That was my number one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I need I need to say that to run a four hour marathon, you have to run nine minute pace, nine minute nine second pace. That's what one Google Google search says. Well, I could be wrong. You're, Having someone run. Wait, nine what do you mean? What do you mean? One Google search? Like, if you Google search, I didn't it, like, it would. It I didn't would be do different. the. I didn't do the math. I didn't like. Wait, hold on. I, I, let me just backtrack a second here, and I want to kind of give a little bit more context as to like, I when I say that running a marathon isn't impressive, I think that's a very it's a very big statement to make now that I'm thinking about it. But like, I think Let's backtrack a second. <laughs> but I think also like, okay, say. You're someone who is really overweight and you want to complete a marathon and you, you know, work for months and months and months to do it. Okay. Yes. That's impressive. So wait. Do it. So I think there's, there's people. Is that like, your number two? Is that your number mm-hmm. two? That like running slow actually can be a big deal and runners need to stop lying to themselves that it's all about time. Is sure. that your number two? No, okay. Not. Yeah. Okay. Given the context for certain people, I think that we can make an exception for what's a, an impressive marathon. Nicole, what was your number two? I'm sorry, Chris. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I do want to point out that if you run a four-hour marathon, you're that's a person running nine-minute pace for four hours. That's what my original benchmark was. I mean, when I tried to, when I wanted to run a marathon for the first time, that's what I wanted to hit on my first attempt. And but I like, if someone ran a just like some base runs at nine minute pace, you'd be like, "Good job at doing that." And then they're running it for twenty six miles. Like, I think at some point it becomes insane. <laughs> like, I think at at two hours of running, it's no longer impressive. It's insane. Okay, but that's okay. a different thing. Like, I just yeah. All right, what's your second thing? Runners need to stop lying about. Um. That like you, oh, I just gotta finish it so my watch is around time. Ah, uh, yeah. You gotta. I mean, like I get it for certain things, but like, oh, circling around a park. Doesn't, doesn't say it, and it's not to say I haven't done it sometimes, but usually I'm like, I'm done. I'll see you in a minute. <laughs> Have fun. Like that, there is a difference between running forty nine minutes versus fifty minutes for an easy run. Yeah, I mean, like, obviously, if you're, like, chronically underachieving things, like, that's an issue. But being, like, oh, I'm tired. Like, okay, yeah, I'm going to go 49. Oh, that's I, pretty good. I, I gotta. No, you don't. Nicole, as, as, as a professional, when it comes to your long runs, this is something that someone, I think, tweeted at us once. Why do you usually sometimes go off of, I, for your long run, like, I need to run 90 minutes today as opposed to, putting a, a, a number of miles on it oh because it could be such a different such a different outcome if you're like oh i need to run 14 miles but you feel like shit then you're running a lot further and you're potentially going to be on your feet a lot longer than you normally would be and feel like compounded shit toms have you with no no i always i always went by mileage i never went by time is that, uh, is that a step that's usually just taken after college? Maybe. It, it, it might be. I don't know. Um, I think it was just more with me that 
no matter how bad I was feeling on a long run, I usually would get to like a point where I hit like 70 minutes and then I would just feel fine. It would be like, I don't know. It got to a point where there's no difference between running like 13 miles and 19 miles. Like there wasn't, I don't know, is a physiological thing. Um, Aaron Finn's probably going to write in and explain why (laughs) I felt that way. And it's going to be something like, you don't know how to count. Um, Your watch is broke every time. But I never, I never went by time. I always went by mileage. Um, I always went by, it's an hour. Yeah. 70 minutes. Um, my, my My number two is I think that runners need to stop pretending that like the worst thing that can happen is dropping out of a race. Like it's not a big deal. Sometimes it has to happen. Like the last track race that I ran, I dropped out of. What was the last track race you did? If I'm remembering correctly, it was like after I was in Europe and was having like this after this, I found out I was anemic or how anemic I was. Um, How anemic were you? So anemic. Um, I had just raced poorly in Europe and then like traveling back west was hard and I was like I was sick sorry guys had my period don't need to say sorry um had all this shit going on you never need to apologize and your period I got I like I was on the starting line with a cough and was like yeah you should apologize for that this is gonna go good like this is gonna be fine and then Mm -hmm. I the same the same water pit that I've fucked up my foot on before Mm -hmm. is where I was like no I'm done (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I walked off the track. I was like, I can't. I think I had to sit in like the med tent for a while and recover. Like, <gasps> but like that's fine. Like you were dead. Like you should not have wasted everyone in the crowd's time by walking across the finish line. But also, there have been times where I'm like, I'm, I should drop out. I think I'm going to stop. I'll just run a little bit further, and then maybe I'll just step off the course. And then was like got fifth in cross country nationals. So like sometimes yeah. no that's no I'm saying like sometimes <laughs> but I'm saying like sometimes I'm like you drop out it's not the end of the world. Oh like, yeah okay yeah uh, but there's times but also like, like running cross country so many times you're like I would love to stand and talk next to this family they look really nice I'm just gonna step off this cross country there, course. There's a track race where like for a lot of laps I was like I might just stop. Mm-hmm. So you guys don't believe in like the the mental block that that can be triggered by dropping out of races. I think this is something I think Ryan... No, because I'm not an idiot. It said it was like... It could be hard. The one race, it just kept happening and happening and happening. So this is just like the Ryan Hall example. But didn't Ryan Hall have low T? You did have that. I'm not going to listen to his advice then. Um, I think some of it, though, is... I think you have to be an intelligent athlete to drop out of a race. And, yeah. Most people and who not drop have out are idiots. Well, to not feel, like, bad about it and not feel like it is, like, the worst thing that you can do. Because I've definitely seen people and they've been like, I just had to step off. And they're, like, they're not, like, at least openly worried about, like, oh, did I make a bad decision? (laughs) Or as many times in my career, if I had stepped off the track, I would have been, like, oh, I'm shitty and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So to have that confidence to be, like, no, this is what I'm doing. And it doesn't mean one thing or another other than I made a decision. All right, Chris, your third and final thing runners need to stop lying about. Uh, drinking is bad. Well, drinking yeah. what? Well, oh, that, that they don't drink, like at least pros. Um, that they don't, they don't, they don't drink. Drink what? Alcohol. 
runners are normal people, right? That's like what you're saying, like that they're going to enjoy. Yeah, it's okay like, to drink. In moderation. In like, moderation, okay, yeah. Everything in moderation, including moderation. <laughs> <laughs> I had a boss used to say that all the time. I don't know if I got my third one. Did I have a third one? But do, you uh, didn't, no. What do you think about, I guess, pros being, I guess, a little bit more open? Like, yeah, I do have a beer. Actually, on the City Smack podcast with Shelby Houlihan, which comes out by the time this is already out. It's all right. It's already out. She said, it's okay. We've already determined that this podcast plays with the structure of time. <laughs> um, and continuum, potentially. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's happening, but it also hasn't happened yet. It will happen. Right. So she said that this is, I think, at the very end of the episode, she says that she gets very shy when drug testers come and test her. She has trouble going in front of another person, as many people would. And Mm -hmm. uh, then I think she said that the drug testers told her, it's like, oh, yeah, I know people sometimes drink a lot of water or they drink some coffee. Some people have a beer. And then she was like, wait, what? She was like, you can have a beer? And uh, they're like, yeah. And so she took two beers and just chugged them <laughs> and was able to just <laughs> right away after two hours. <laughs> and I thought, she, this story is going to be awesome to so many people because it's like they look at Shelby Hulhan, they see she's running 330, uh, 357, and they, they, I mean, she's not straight edge. I mean, obviously in season maybe she's not drinking, but – she she has a beer. She 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 can have some fun. She's got a Harry Potter tattoo, and you look at her and you're like, "This is some sort of fucking theater kid." <laughs> and then she starts drinking beer, and you go, "No, she's a normal person. She went to Arizona State. <laughs> she's oh, fine. That's right. <laughs> I think the only she goes yeah. out a party. She can she can get vert." That's a lot of carbs. All that French bread and all that beer. That's a lot of carbs. <laughs> How did she keep her figure? Did you ask? Tune into the episode and find out. I bet you didn't ask. <laughs> you There's a shark coming. Uh, How do you keep your figure? <laughs> figure. I think, I think the only thing with beer is and drinking is that like people are like, yeah, pros do it. Like I think, yeah, I think it's cool that we're like, people are being real about it and talking about it. But you just, you just have to keep you have to take recovery into consideration. That's like pretty that's, good. That's like, pretty good. if you're drink, drinking a bunch of beers before bed, you're not going to sleep well. You can do that once in a while. You're not, not going to get rest. <laughs> oh, I, I drink a lot of beers and I sleep very well. <laughs> Some would say I sleep too well. Mm-hmm. I think when I drink a lot of beers. There's a, there's a I'm not a professional athlete. That's true. Uh, Nicole, what's your number three? What's your third and final? I don't know. You've distracted me with other things. Um, You go, then I'll go. Okay. Running with music isn't cool. It's cool. (laughs) That's a good one. I wish I did that one. It wasn't cool. It's cool. Uh, No, because I think a lot of people like to pretend that running without music is like being more spiritual and more pure. Yeah, screw them. Uh, yeah, screw them. I, Fuck you. I, I, you ever, you ever have like Chemical Brothers come on while you're running? Oh yeah. I've been listening to that uh, that song from the World Cup, uh, the Fox, like this song. Shakira song. <laughs> this one that cuts in from all the Fox commercials. <laughs> I'm like, this gets me. This gets me pumped. Oh. 
not dropping fast enough. We know the song. Yeah. It's, just close, it's just close to the Olympic song, and you're like, yeah. Oh. I'm breaking five that song. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I, I think I think that's I think that's a very good thing. Um, I was gonna say something. It would offend people that would like come in and be like, "I don't think that about Hoka." <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Let me let me get really track back to music. I used to think that it was like you weren't like a purist and you were stupid if you listen to music. And now I'm like, how is that different than like talking to a friend on a run? Especially when you're listening to a podcast like ours. Yeah, if you listen to this one, it's like running with your friends. Good job. Keep it up. What's the best way to start your long run? Drop your arms. Guns for 20 minutes. Relax your shoulders. Yeah, wait. Maybe that should be something that Sidious Mag podcast do, that other podcast don't. We make guided runs. Guided podcast (laughs) runs. Every so often, just a voice comes in and goes, relax your shoulders. You're doing it. What if that's what we do when they can't do it? I like that idea. I think that's what we're going to do. Please, can we do that? <laughs> yeah. Tom's it's an ASMR experience. YouTube alternate. <laughs> you know what ASMR is? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> is it that thing, thing that... Uh, do you know about uh, mukbang or mukbang? Have you heard about that? Man, we, we're going to have to get to some other ones. It's like uh, videos of people eating. Mm. on youtube mm. and it started as like a japanese fetish as all great things do um <laughs> and it's just like videos of people eating <laughs> and like you just sit and watch them and there's a girl i work with who was like i watch these mukbang videos all the time like i'll just make my dinner and then like I put it on my tv <laughs> it's kind of a good idea <laughs> which is a great that idea. would be interesting as hell and they, make, they make thousands of dollars just like sitting in front of a camera and eating taco bell and i was like i should do that like that's a way for me to make money. Like that's my way to make rich. But I know that if I ever tried this, there'd be like five views on the video. And like one comment would be like, great video. Love you lots, mom. And then the (laughs) second comment would be like, you suck at eating, kill yourself. Bleep out where I just said that word. Uh, But yeah, and then I would delete the account because obviously I got owned online. And if you have never been known online, you're a hero. So, all right, that's what we're going to do. Every week, you two are going to alternate on a guided run for the listener. I think we should both <laughs> do it at the same time. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think that'll be, I'm up Because I'll be like, relax, relax. And you'll be like, don't fucking relax. And you know don't what? fucking relax. Run! I'm not even going to edit those. I think you guys just post them up and surprise me because I'll listen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was, uh, that was a good voicemail. Let's do the next one. Yeah, that was a good voicemail. Whoever sent that in was really good. <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. Here we go. Hi. Um, I just have to listen to your, on, on uh, Twitter, your insidious.com, the running things considered uh, broadcast. Broadcast. Something. And the guy that said, talked about Steve Prefontaine was overrated. You know, he, he's got a point, but you got to realize Prefontaine died before his prime. And also, he didn't run on uh, the best surfaces or have the best equipment like the guys do today. So you can't compare 
um, him to say Hicham El Garouge or anybody like that because it's a whole different era. You can compare him to La Sivir and you can compare him to uh, Yifter or somebody like that, but you can't compare him to present day runners. That's fucking stupid. So I just thought I'd give you my opinion and whoever uh, mentioned that is uh, got to get his shit together. Thanks. That might be the most genuine, like, okay. call the Yeah. Very like, he's like, this is what I really think. And, like, I'm not trying to act cool. He's coming at me. <laughs> and he's there's a lot. He's coming at me. And there's a lot to unpack there. And I'm going to respond to him personally. Okay. Um, don't tell me to get my shit together. I've been dealing with that all weekend for my fucking family. <laughs> uh, secondly, I agree with you. I do think it's stupid to compare things about eras, but don't make a statement saying that people right now are running with better equipment than they did 40 years ago. There are people that are sponsored by Brooks and Hoka that are running faster than Priest, so don't give me the better equipment example. Uh, you know? Uh, <laughs> the other part of it, too, is... What about better tracks? I made, I made the comment about Amy Winehouse. <laughs> like... <laughs> A lot of times we respect something a lot because it died young. It ended before it could have gotten bad. All these people who are sitting online every time a show goes off the air, they're just whining online incessantly. Do you know what the worst thing in the world is? The last two seasons of The Office. Absolutely terrible. All right? But if we ended The Office after two seasons, everyone would have said, what happened? It would have been great. It would have been the best show ever. <laughs> and you would have missed a lot of fucking episodes that were in season three onward. Um, but I agree with you. I agree with you. And I, I like the idea that this caller uh, who seemingly saw, watched, listened something on Twitter of us uh, came in, broadcast. I appreciate that. And I respect you. You and I agree. Prefontaine was still overrated. There we go. That's all we need to do with that that uh, voice. <laughs> all right. Sticking on the uh, the TV note, this is a voicemail that just came in. Hey guys, I'm sitting here watching reruns of Parks and Rec on Netflix, wondering uh, what sitcom, uh, what popular sitcom on TV could put together the best DMR. Uh, so, what do you think? What popular sitcom on TV? would put together the best DMR. And so when I was going through the voicemails, I texted back this person and said, that is a great call. And then they elaborated and said, I think Seinfeld may have two strong legs with Kramer and Jerry since he did win the race, but George would kill them. And with Parks and Rec, Chris, Rob Lowe may just run all four legs. So uh, let's go to the TV expert on this one, Tom's. Do you want me to evaluate his options? I, 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 my only criticism would be Parks and Rec is that Andy Dwyer, Chris Pratt's character, was a slob until um, Chris Pratt was on the other stuff, and then suddenly he was a beefcake. Um, but I think I think he's right. So I think those are pretty good. Um, sitcom. Let's like to, let's make it co-ed just so that there's yeah more. yeah. And what distance are we doing, men's or women's DMR? Isn't the know, women's GMR like, shorter? No, it's not. So the multi events, idiot. I thought that there was a shorter women's GMR. No. The sprint medley in high school? 
why did I think that women You're run like a different distance to the DMR? Medley in high school, and I just thought <laughs> that was the girls' DMR, and I was on the boys' DMR. I wish I had a girlfriend in high school. <laughs> then I'm sitting here, freaking middle of the week, talking into a microphone. Nothing to do. No girlfriend. No future. I don't even have soda water, so I made a gin and soda, and I teased LaCroix. But it's not even LaCroix, it's the store brand. My life fucking sucks. Gonna make first. This is a great question. Um, I mean, I, there's really a lot to it. Uh, oh, the there's a lot of different sitcoms. I think you're just looking for like the most like slim and slender and running looking people you can find. The cast of Friends? Just have Phoebe and Rachel run all of it. I, I actually think I like, I like Phoebe's stride. That Her really long stride. Really good. Arm carriage. Ross, I think, looks like a runner. Um, what about the cast would not fare well. Sam Malone was the only athletic one of that bunch, I think. What about Bob's Burgers? Oh, Sam, Sam and Woody would be all right, but then it just falls apart from there. Bob's Burgers is a cartoon. It's not a sitcom. <laughs> what about Scrubs? I never watched Scrubs. What about Frasier? Frasier. <laughs> <laughs> what about The Nanny? Roseanne? No. No. Ugh. <laughs> no, I, I actually think Friends is a pretty good poll. Last man standing. Our scrubs. Two and a half men. No, they only have two and a half men. They need four. <laughs> oh. I like my idea I thought, it was, a, I thought it was Colin. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I like my idea of scrubs because I think that Zach Braff is probably an athlete. Uh, I think, yeah, I... And you could go co-ed with it. I think that's my pick, and I'm out. What about, about the cast of ER? No, what about, like, The Office? You don't think you could field four no. of the most athletic people? No. Like, so it'd be no. Jim? Jim? Okay, wait. Who are the four most athletic people in The Office? That's what this question has become. Dwight, Steve Carell. Jim and Dwight would probably make that relay. Angela. Or Ryan Howard? Jim and Ryan Howard? Ryan Howard just strikes me as lazy. I'm, I'm. I hate I'm this gonna, question. I have something to say, but you're not going to like it because you're wrong. Okay. In the episode "Fun Run" on The Office, season four, episodes one and two, they run a five k. Who wins the five k? Toby. Yeah, Toby wins it. So he we didn't, put, didn't even mention him. But no, because I I hate this question and The Office. I think Jim did, did Jim just ran with Pam and they didn't even try. They didn't run, they walked. Yeah. And they went to the yard cell. I would say uh I would say the office would be a good pick. You got Toby, you've got Jim. Um women, you can go with Erin. Yeah, she would be good. Why are you not saying Angela? She would kill people. No, Meredith would kill people. Both of them. <sighs> What about, uh, I mean, are we saying main cast characters? Because I think you could go beyond. Jan Levinson Gould, I think, would be pretty good. It's a stretch. I think she's not actually, like, in the Dunder Mifflin offices. Fuck you. Dinner Party is the best episode. It is a great episode. Um, yeah. Let's say The Office. Um, but if anyone on Twitter or Facebook or, do we put this on Facebook? Does Sidious Mag have a Facebook? It does. <laughs> <laughs> com slash Sidious Mag. Go give it a like. Okay, uh, yeah, if anyone has any differing opinions, feel free to post them uh, with yours. 
and uh, we'll repost the best ones. I think really we just talked about who you would put on your DMR for the office. Yeah, I think that's the answer to the question. It's the worst answer. No, okay. So I, I, I've been meaning to get into Friends. I've never actually watched it. Uh, and then you need to leave. <laughs> I've also am a New yourself out of the broadcast. New Yorker who's only seen like the first three seasons of Seinfeld. Hey guys, I just ran out of hours on my AOL discs. <laughs> Is there another way to access the internet? Follow me on. <laughs> follow me on MySpace. Follow me on MySpace. I don't have Instagram. I have a Flickr account. <laughs> I have a Zanga. So. I listen to music on it soon. I'm Chris. So it's pretty much, it comes down to friends and the office for this question. No. Who does it come down to? Nicole, give one other option. Who is the friends DMR? I think we answered that. Phoebe, Rachel, are your Those? two female. And then who are the two guys? Ross and Chandler. Actually, no, Joey's no, more athletic. No, no, it's all three of the, of the women and one of the guys. Ross? Or Chandler. I feel like Ross is the only one that's going to pay attention the whole time. That's a good point. I feel like Chandler's going to be like, eh, and then Joey's going to be distracted by a lady on the street. Ross will feel somewhat obligated to not let Rachel down, and, and his sister will be mean to him. I'm with it. 30 Rock doesn't have a good enough cast. What about Third Rock from the Sun? Arrested Development. What about Everybody Loves Raymond? No, I think, I think we figured out the two shows, and it's between the two of them. What about... Uh, Thirty Rock, Thirty Rock had like Tracy Jordan is a little heavy set. The writers' room was all slobs. Ooh, actually, the Always Sunny cast might be, yeah, a podium. I don't think you can make a full. You can't get your two female participants. They don't have to be. She and the waitress. She and the waitress, I guess. Doesn't have yeah. to be even. It's like, well, oh, really, wow, times. shouldn't be equal between men and women. Quote <laughs> that. Tweet it. Nicole Bush said it. I didn't say the full sentence. <laughs> it was inferred. Um, what's our next voicemail? Inferred. Next voicemail. Oh, wait, this is a text message that came in not too long ago. If you were peeing in a urinal and noticed that there was money in the urinal, what was what is the minimum denomination the bill would need to be in order for you to grab it? I don't pee in urinals very often. <laughs> That's right. You shit in them. <laughs> it has that cake in it though it's called a puck oh. or if you're at a good bar they have ice you don't know this because you're, you're a girl but like peeing on ice is a lot more fun than you would think you're trying to melt it being That's... able to pee on anything would be awesome this is a really good question though is there a timestamp on when the question was sent it was sent <laughs> At 7.07 p.m. Yeah. From an 818 number. 818 is... Either way, it's not late enough. If you said 3 a.m., that would be great. Well, it's... Yeah. It's, an, it's a California area code. So it's the middle of the day, and this person's asking this question. At 4 o'clock. How much? How much? How much to, like, reach in and grab... It has to be at least 100, which is the highest denomination. I'm not grabbing a 20, and I'm not grabbing a 50 out of a year. I would reach 50. Nicole, what would you grab? It would depend on what was in the bathroom and if I could, like... Oh, yeah. Where are we talking? Is this a bar? 
Yeah, I think a bar. Well, no, I mean, like, could I pick it up with something, and then could I just, like, put a bunch of soap on it? No, you're adding things. I think you can add soap after, but you have to grab it barehanded. Yeah. There's not standing water in urinals. You grab, like, the tiniest corner. How much, then? What's the denomination? 50 seems okay. Okay, 50. I think that seems fine. Yeah, 50 is good I mean, like, how dirty is a dollar anyways when you pick it up off the ground? Just because it's not saturated in urine when you do it doesn't mean it hasn't been peed on. Yeah. Or, like, someone's used it to, like, snort coke. Or, like, they've run with it in their sack or their bra. Like, yeah. Technically, why are you pee, running with te- money? Technically, pee is sterile when it comes Wait, out, right? Why are you Ooh, running? Yeah. Mm. Pee you is run, sterile. You why? run money just in case you need why? to buy a water bottle. Why would you, you need to buy money when you're on your shakeout and you have to get breakfast before you go back to your hotel? That's you. Or when it's really hot and you're like, I want Gatorade because it's 100. Or Powerade. We haven't picked a sponsor for this podcast yet. What was the other one? Sports. More ten. Sports aid. All sport. All sport. All sport. All sport. Yes. It was a carbonated sports beverage. I took uh, I took Martin. Is that what it's pronounced? Uh, Morten. Morton. I took that before a wedding I went to on Saturday. Woke up without a hung- hangover. So even woke if up without not, a hungover. Really? <laughs> yeah. But still have so, it. Even if you're even if you're not trying to break two, pretty good. Um last voicemail. Hey, y'all, this is Hunter down in Savannah, Georgia. So marathons were a big thing a few years back, and you had big-name celebs uh, running them like Oprah, Diddy, Rhino, Kevin Harden, even President Bush W, specifically. Uh, so it became like a bucket list item, and suburban women everywhere started training for them to validate themselves, it seemed like. And if they finished, they'd put the sticker on the back of the family minivan. And then came the slew of 13.1, 10K, and even 5K stickers, and they piled those up next to the stick figure families. And nowadays, you see people being these fitness socialites via social media, and you see tons of people posting you know, how many marathons they've done and you know what their PRs were alongside them on their Instagram bio. And I guess my question is, do you think it's a bit egotistical of people to do that kind of the same it was like with the stickers? Um, or have we just kind of come to accept it as a culture, like did, with stickers just leading us into this? And you know, do we do the same on our Instagram bios and us getting more followers and likes? Uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Thanks. Guilty. <laughs> the first half of that voicemail sounded like the shittiest episode of uh, Revisionist History, <laughs> the Malcolm Gladwell podcast, where he's just like, you know, like you'd have Malcolm Gladwell and he'd be like, you know, marathoning was at its peak. You had celebrities, Oprah, Diddy. One <laughs> <laughs> of the first. <laughs> I, I kind of feel like he might have been Eddie going at you, man. Come at you. And suddenly, suburban women everywhere, everywhere treated it as an accomplishment, putting stickers on the back of the car. It was twenty six point two, and then came the thirteen point one. Guys, 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 guys. There's also zero point zero stickers. So. Oh, there's one of those that parks outside my apartment. Is it your car and you just forget where you parked? No, it's on a car that's like the Transformers edition of the uh, Chevy Camaro. <laughs> like the Bumblebee Camaro. And it's got like the plate on it. Um, that guy knows how to party. I bet he, 
I bet that guy's just like with a different chick every night. I bet he listens to this podcast. I bet he does. <laughs> Do you uh, want to say hi? Do you have a special message for him? No, the only message I have for anyone in my apartment building is um, keep it down. Keep it down, guys. Come on, quiet hours. I'm not trying to talk to the RA, but my apartment building is a dorm. Uh, so, wait, this question's really simple. He's just asking, is posting your times and PRs and stuff on Instagram an extension of the stickers? Pretty much. And yes, 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 no, yes. Yeah. He's I, acting like, but he's acting like the stickers are like stickers were invented and only got in the run. But it doesn't say the times. I'm not proud of the times. <laughs> Should I write zero marathons on my Instagram bio? Do it. See if anyone asks you about it. Um, Isn't there something in the Bible where it's like if you're going to do whatever, like do it in seclusion or do it in private? Like, I know there's like if you're going to pray, pray in, in silence. But it's like if you really care that much about running, we're gonna end this, about it. We're going to end this episode talking about the Bible. Starting it with this is such a downer question. This is a downer question. This is a downer question to end on. I think this guy's just hating on running. Yeah, like I don't want other people to do it. It's mine. You know what? I the internet. If you defined the internet in a very short term, is this person is enjoying what they're doing, and I don't like that. And here's (laughs) why. Like that's the internet. Yeah, that is pretty damn. And then like think pieces about it, like. Were you guys on this big dick energy thing the yeah. last couple of weeks? No idea. Well, so Steven and Ryan were talking about it on the Big Meat Pod. Which was pretty LDE, if you ask me. Uh, yeah, I heard that they didn't get it right. Yeah. Some of the feedback we got was just like, these guys don't know what BDE is. It's confidence. It's confidence. It's, it's acting as if you're walking around with a big swinging dick. That's all it is. So how about we start this? If you're listening to this podcast, anytime someone posts a pole vault picture, whether it's Mondo Duplantis or... Oh, I did see all this stuff. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Use the hashtag Big Stick Energy. And we're, ooh, ooh. We're going to get this trending. Anytime you see a pole vault picture on Instagram, use hashtag Big Stick Energy, and we're going to get this going. It's gonna who, be- runs the, who runs the Twitter account Pole Vault Power? Uh... Becca Peters, I think. Becca? You're on this. Becca, you're on board. Hashtag big stick energy. It's, it's gonna be a thing. BSE, if you want. But yeah, this we, is... You know okay. what? Next shirt. Next shirt is going to be big stick. The next shirt is big stick energy. Uh, all these European track riders and people that follow European meets have been talking about how it's the summer of the 400 hurdles. We're going to kind of go against the grain here. We're kind of mavericks. It's the summer of pole vault. It is big it's big stick energy. That is that's where we're going with this. I really like it. Um, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good. Why is everything gotta be a dick joke? Why can't does we anyone, do different does anyone have any other questions? Has anyone texted or called anything in? No, there was a let's run thread that I wanted to discuss, but then I do you want to talk about it right now? Off the boards. Off 
the boards. Maybe we'll sing. The we do have a young B-Bone question. Bitch need a dentist. Look her in the eyes and said I'm gonna send it. Take it to the bone zone. Put it in her backbone. Fucking on the bitch and I got a damn hat on. You can't even get with me, baby. You've been trying to fuck with me lately. Don't fuck with me for your best safety. Catch my nut. I'm thanking you. And this question is only for Nicole. <gasps> it's a question for her dad first. Also, uh... <laughs> no one talks to my dad. Also, I met young B-Bone at, in Des Moines. Nice kid. He was with his dad. Alright, let's see. I'm gonna feel bad. I didn't realize B-Bone was born of a father. Alright, the bone man. Young B-Bone. Oh. Whatever. Whatever you like. Something. Don't call me Mr. Bone Man. That's my dad's name. Bone sir. Whatever if you like something, I guess you could call me Bradley if you're, if you're really that kid. But uh, on to the question. What got, what got you guys, the, the hosts of this this year podcast, what got you guys into the sport of running? He asked this last time. I'm just, just curious what got everybody in it also. Here we go. You know, this one's uh, more, well, actually only towards Nicole, but like when you're about to really step up a level and race with the big dogs, like you go from racing and college to pro or high school to college, et cetera. Like, how did you mentally prepare for, you know, really being able to throw it down and, and just, just kill it. All right. The bone man, young B-bone, multiple times CSL, all conference athlete. <laughs> Wait, can I be a, can I be an ally right now? Yeah. Hey, Hey, Nicole. Hey, this guy bothering you? <laughs> this guy bothering you? Want me to take care of this? <laughs> I mean, just Nicole, let me know. This guy's bothering you. Kick what him off the podcast. And then what? I don't then know. Do maybe I have to I, deal with you? Maybe, yeah, maybe you deal with me. Maybe oh we go to a nice dinner, you know? Gabagool. Gabagool. Why is he assuming that Ryan's not going pro and running? (laughs) Ryan just broke 60 seconds for a 400. As far as I'm concerned, he's the best athlete on the face of the earth. Oh, it's a shame that we don't have Ryan on. (laughs) Turner versus 60. His body still hurts. Yeah, he has a back. And I think. I was there. I witnessed it. It was actually pretty crazy. I thought he was hamming it up towards the end. When his arms started getting really weird. He said he was actually about to fall. Yeah, he was like, no, I was like literally about to fall down. I didn't ask you guys about Des Moines. How was it? Because you saw Young B-Bone in Des Moines. And we saw Young B-Bone in Des Moines. Taller than I thought he would be. Taller? How tall? Probably like 6'3". Whoa! (laughs) Taller than you. No. Young B-Bone is grown. He, he, like, shook your hand and looked down at you while he did it. Yeah. I'm six foot five, so I'd have been looking down at him. Not true. His voice doesn't sound like the podcast. No one's voice sounds like they're... Like, here's the thing. Everyone's starting a run, running podcast lately, including, like, the one person that's been rating every single Sidious Mag podcast, like, one or three stars... And then asking to join the City of Smack Podcast Network. We know who it is. 
Yeah, but no, like the thing is, is like everyone's got like a podcast and everything. Don't get a podcast because then it's going to be like in your car and you start your car and then the Bluetooth turns on and it's just going to be your own voice talking about like a bunch of kids somewhere in California jerking off and running for a while. Does that like, you? <laughs> the, no, yeah, like the 612-1824 podcast is what starts when I start my podcast, like when I start my car. It's all the time. <laughs> like all the time. No, it's like it, it, it is what starts on my iPhone. And I don't know why this is what it is. Like, and I don't it starts so, with numbers, so it's at the beginning of your playlist. No, it was first, it was just like that first. one where it was like that one episode where uh, Claudio Irving was talking about it, um, and it's just like, God forbid, I go on a date, and she's just like, gets into my car, and I'm like, all right, let's drive to this like restaurant that I really like, and then the first thing she hears is just, I woke up at seven a.m. For a few intimate sessions, <laughs> Claudio Irving actually just left a uh, podcast review on the City Smack podcast. He says, "Chavez is a podcast unicorn." To say the City Smack podcast are anything short of phenomenal is an understatement. My life changed when I heard the soothing yet engaging voice that comes out of the golden pipes that Chris Chavez possesses. Whether you're an avid runner or want to become more engaged in the sport, the caliber of Chavez and guests provide the insights in and out of the sport of track that track and field fans have always wondered. You'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll cheer, and you'll grow as a human being as you listen to these podcasts. After listening to each podcast, I become a more knowledgeable runner and an overall better human being. Did this you scream? Like the biggest sticker ever on the back of your car about the marathon you just ran. Cutting this out of the podcast. No, you can't cut this out of the podcast. Time, space, continuum, bruh. Yeah, dude, you can't fucking cut out shit that already happened. It's behind uh, the bookcase. It's behind we're not, the bookcase. We're not it's behind the book. Murph, Murph, oh. Murph, Murph. I'm in a cornfield. Is that the movie? Start doing and that's where the podcast is. <laughs> I never answered the question.
Abu Nawawi.